Alrighty, welcome one and welcome all to the Polyquisition. It is a special one today, for I am in the United Kingdom. Don't tell Boris Johnson, I owe him ten quid because of services. I'm here in the room with you. Right? This is, oh, listeners, you're in for a ridiculous treat, right? I'm doing a position where I can see see Steph's face. I can actually see Laura's mouth moving and talking at the same time. You're you're a human being, and not just someone I made up on the internet. I'm real. I'm real. It makes me almost stop worrying about how Conrad's coping without me there. Well, I'm still, jury's still out. On whether Laura's real. This could all be a very complex ruse concocted by Steph to fool me. And it's exactly the sort of thing that they do. Well, you know me, I'm always inventing double lives and secret identities just to fuck with you for no reason or gain. See? At this point, it would have to be a very elaborate ruse, because not only have I, at one point in this call, spoken over Steph briefly, which means that you're having to do two voices at once, which is impressive. Uh, There's also other people in this room who can confirm that we're both real. I can do other voices as well. Yeah, Uh, who who are the other voices that, that Steph can pretend to be? Well, I, I would not put it past Steph to build a complicated AI system to handle all of this. I just don't think you're actually a person. Well, she like... is a person because her girlfriend is my girlfriend. Yeah, I have a wife and a girlfriend who are here. Mm-hmm. My wife, hello. Hello, I'm wife. You might know me from wife. You're Jane. Hello, I'm Jane. Tell people who you are. I'm Jane Iris Magnet. I am Maniac Janiac on Twitter and patreon.com slash radio. Give me money, please. Help. Thanks. And girlfriend, I have one of those listeners. Yeah, we Don't get me on that. There's there's one girlfriend that all three of us have. We all have the one girlfriend. So no pressure then, no? Yeah. I'm just the shared girlfriend. Yeah. My name's Phoenix, at Phoenix Hill on Twitter. And I don't have my own Patreon, but you could go to Jane's and... Like, I can use that one. I can use that yeah. one, right? Yeah, I don't mind you using Have a borrow of it? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, welcome to Pogquisition. All of us are in a big old poly ha- household at the second, and chaos has been... Chaos in- reigns, as Lars von Trier's little fox mate likes to say. Y- you cannot stop us now. Conrad will barely get a word in edgeways. We are too powerful. He'll be alright. Conrad. Yeah, I'm fine. You're all right. To say. Yeah, I, good. I I love you, Conrad. I hope you, I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. I miss you because I'm here in the in the United Kingdom. This show is entirely g- g- only the cool non non cis non hats today. Yeah, we've we're all here in the United Kingdom, land of open mindedness and acceptance of the trans community. Ah, it's not in the Guardian anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a we're doing a questions episode. Yeah, figured because the news in the game industry right now is fucking bleak. We started putting together a topic list for this week, and then it's like, oh, it's bleak. Don't. It's not really one for jovial fun times with your polycule mates, really. I don't don't want to bring these to one and be like, hey, the world's terrible. Discuss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This man harassed these people. What some. Some guy, I mean, we we will move on to questions, but some guy at Paradox apologised for something he did, but we don't know what it was, he just... Yeah, I think that's the one bit of news to discuss today, is he did, like, I'm very sorry for that one thing I did in a meeting once. I'm not going to tell you what I did, but I'm very sorry I did something inappropriate in a meeting. Alright, well, when I was at school, right, when I was 15, I did something fucking dreadful, and I'm really sorry about it, Steve. (laughs) You don't know what I did, Steve. But I, I love sorry, how this just opens story. us all up to opportunities for 
speculation as to what it could be. Wild but, speculation. Right? I think he has a podcast in which he's got a mate that he's trying to get famous. Somebody used to be on MTV. <laughs> and I reckon he's really sorry for playing clips of it. Um, also, before we get started, Jane, what was that video game you saw earlier that we need to discuss? Involving oh. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, <gasps> somebody's made a Doom mod and put Margaret Thatcher in it. Because, you know, that's fun. Margaret Thatcher back from hell for one more bite. Thatcher's tech base. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to shoot Margaret Thatcher in yeah. Doom. She's a spider mastermind, and she's also that in the game. That too. <laughs> satire! Exactly. Margaret Thatcher's bad, that's the satire part of the show. Uh, Thatcher's hyphen yep. basic Also, Ooh. listeners, I've got no subtle way to open a can of pop. I mean, I'm also going to do it now that we're Just open up our pops. Things. Oh, I didn't bring a can of pop. I thought I'd be professional about it. <laughs> Professional on this show. God damn! Oh, I'm sorry. I put the crisps out of the way. What did I do that for? I'll wear one of my Commander Sterling gloves and make that all leather creaky as well. Oh. Give the the listeners a real sort of ASMR experience. Oh. Ooh. So should we jump into some questions? Yeah. Uh, first question today is from Lee Tyrio. What's everyone's favourite licensed video game? Theirs, for example, is Shrek 2 the video game. Fuck, let's all have that. <laughs> Does anyone have any terrible licensed video games that they kind of like? No, they're awful. I mean, there's one I have a real soft spot for. I acknowledge it's a really bad game, but I really like... It's simply called Barbie on the original Game Boy. Oh. Uh, it is a side-scrolling platformer in which Barbie has to get to a date on the top at the top floor of a big shopping centre while being attacked by, like, huge eight-foot-tall shoes trying to squash her. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh she, she, gets, she gets, like, projectile power-ups. It's, it's, the, the idea is that you're going through the, the, this shopping centre trying to find, like, oh, I need shoes for the date, I'll go through the shoe shop. Oh no, the big monster shoes. A lot of the levels make sense like that. And then you get to levels where it's like, this is just an aquarium, she's swimming through the water, I don't know what she needs for the date from here. But this is very critical to her having a date on the roof of a shopping centre. A very normal place to have a date. Yeah, that's a normal one. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, McDonald's Land on the Genesis was be- <laughs> far better than <laughs> any right to be. I, I, I recently had a crack at that on the old Anbonit. It's surprisingly good, right? Yeah, it's alright. Ronald oh. McDonald having a bit of a bounce around. Can't go wrong. On, on that theme, Sneak King. The oh, the old Burger King That days. was good, yeah. It's it's legitimately kind of great if you're if you're happy to get on board with just like very weird, unsettling, uncanny tone. It's just a completely stone-faced man creeping up on people as if he's going to do a murder, and then aha, burger. Don't know why the burgers have to be secret, but it's a good time. Oh, cool spot. That was a Seven Up game. Yeah, cool yes. spot is actually legit fantastic. That it would have been bad. my pick. So much so that yeah. I forget it was for a product. The animation and everything in that is what's impressive with Cool Spot. It's it's a it's a decent platformer. But the the character animation and design on Cool Spot is it's still really quite appealing. And in general, I I really like the um Disney licensed games, oh, a lot yeah. of those from the eight and sixteen bit era. Your Aladdin, your your Lion King, your Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Mm. Oh, Aladdin's a illusion, goddamn class. Yes. Okay, this is a cheating answer, but GoldenEye is clearly the correct answer. I, I mean, think, yeah, it's, that's a licensed. Game. It's a licensed game, and it's a very good game. 
Here's a question: Would you consider Would you consider something like Kingdom Hearts a licensed game? Because it's an original game using licensed characters. I I I do think I would accept that, but I would not accept it for someone's choice's favorite. Oh well, no, no, it's it's complete fucking nonsense. Let's face it: the real winner. You you talk about uh, a licensed first-person shooter. Let's talk about X versus Seven. There you go. Advance, please. I recently played it again for no good reason. Because I'm obsessed with the movie that I have not seen. Oh, the Spider-Man 2 licensed video game. Mm-hmm. It's oh. cheesy as all hell, but it is real fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, real good web swinging. I've been recently replaying, um, again, using the, the old Anbenic that we talked about on the last episode, um, the PS1 Spider-Man game. The, the 3D um, action game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's still... Holds up, and by holds up, I mean it's a 3D action game on the uh, PSX that is playable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you cl- you climb on walls and everything, and it's fucking playable. Imagine that. So, yeah, yeah, that's good, isn't it? That that is. You got anything? Oh, I've just been sat here quietly in my shame because the only licensed game that I played was the Harry Potter games. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's a real shame. They were mechanically solid games, but I'm never going to replay them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know better in 2004. I no. thought it was just fun to change You should have. I'm sorry. You should have somehow known. I'm sorry. 11-year-old me will do better. God, if... Pretty good. I'm so angry at eleven year old you, irrationally. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty upset about that too, actually. That uh um, Oh no, your disappointment's good. That's an eleven year old you to your eleven. I know. But oh. I can make it back to you a bit. It's it's more the eleven year old in two thousand four that I'm having <laughs> Well, good news is on the Game Boy Advance it got a Metacritic of sixty nine out of a hundred. Nice. 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 I mean, he shouldn't have got that high score. It's turf involved. Yeah, shame on everyone who reviewed it in two thousand four. Reviewers, so called allies in the gaming media. Okay. Next question we have is from Disco Yeon. What is the worst game you unironically like and would love and would defend with your life? The Sinking City. I've gone from the worst game I've ever liked question mark to just fuck it. I love it. Why not? It, life's too short to not love the Sinking City. Go for it. I'm going to replay it soon. I'm going to have to replay the the PS uh, Five upgrade one. Yeah. I will play it again, and I sh- I shouldn't. It's a waste of everyone's time, but it's just charming and broken and shit. So I will defend that I have a great time anytime I go back and replay the CDI Zelda games. Now they are mechanically <laughs> terrible. They are unplayable, <laughs> but there is enough. There is enough character and personality in them that I don't care, and I will have fun, and I genuinely think that they are a very good way to spend some time, if you don't mind actively unplayable gameplay. Do you ever find out what Ganon's up to? Uh, I mean, basically, as soon as you find Ganon, you throw a book at him and he dies. Oh. That's that's basically his Fair enough. Fair enough. I only really know CDI, um, the, the CDI Zeldas from the memes, like the, the old mean, mashup videos, like they were some of the earlier sort of YouTube poop style things. Yeah, the problem is, like, if, if it wasn't for the fact that, like, those games are fundamentally unplayable because the backdrops are all, like, painterly backdrops, but the characters move on grid. 
grid spaces, and they always don't always line up with the paintings, and as such, some jumps just aren't where they look like right. they are, and problems like that. But like behind it, there's an interesting idea, and I I have a fun time with this trash. An attempt was made. Yeah. Either of you got any terrible games you you enjoy? I have very little patience for that kind of thing. That's that's fair. Life's too short for bad games. Right. Well, that's why you have to play them all in one setting. The day that Dragon Age 2 came out, I sat down and 36 hours later, I stood back up again. And I think at some point in my tired delirium, I hadn't noticed things like they only have three maps and keep reusing them and reusing them. And I really loved it the first time I played it through. I just... oh, You do like a Dragon Age generally, though. I do like a Dragon Age You're generally. a bugger for a Dragon Age. I have Tell a us about your Dragon Age thoughts. You have Dragon Age thoughts. I have so many Dragon Age thoughts, but we're talking about bad games, so I'm going to talk about Dragon, Dragon Age. Dragon Age, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I could have ended that by saying two. Don't... Please don't look at me scary. Kitten. What? I'm Kitten. just a kitten. I can't okay. be held responsible. But yeah, I think out of the entire series, Dragon Age 2 just... Mm, it wasn't as good as Origins. It wasn't anywhere near Inquisition. It was just... They rushed it out, and it was awful. But also, I love it. Fair enough. Good second album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question we have is from Snaz Apple Sweet. Would like to know, if each of you were to have a persona in the vein of Friend of the Show, Casey Explosion, what would they be and why? Uh, they note that they would like to draw art of all of us. So what kind of animal would y'all like to be? Oh. Conrad. Conrad. Conrad, what animal are you? Are you this, is, this has come up before. Yeah, but and, we're going to force you again to come up yeah, with something. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I still <laughs> am not... Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. May I make a suggestion? Please. A wily raccoon, sir. There you go. That sounds great. I could yeah. s- I could see you rocking like I could s- not like with your hair and everything and your general style, that on a raccoon person would look <laughs> really good. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Sure. <gasps> Let's just say raccoon. But haven't you seen him in his little monkey onesie for his dreams? I have seen Conrad in a monkey onesie. He's a very good monkey oh, onesie. Oh, monkey Zimmerman. It's finally starting oh. to get cool enough I'll be able to wear that again. Oh, God, it'll be cool enough when you've got it on. Oh. Oh, I want to just throw bananas at you. <laughs> I Like, really harshly as well. Like, I love you, Conrad. But <laughs> I also just want to, like, it starts fun with just your dance around, hey, hey, like that, and I'm throwing bananas at you, and they just get faster and harder until you're like, stop it, stop it, and I don't stop, Conrad. I the bananas no. don't stop. No, no, I would, I wouldn't imagine not. Um, and I can envision myself like send you home. fumbling around <laughs> trying to catch them or block them at least, but oh, they're God, just yeah, coming too and, fast. Oh, you little banana blocker. Mm, yeah. Mm. Can't block them all, though. No. <laughs> Some of them hit you in the shin real hard. Oh, hum. yeah, yeah. And then I have to oh. do that little hoppy dance thing when something, like, hits you in the shin and it hurts, but I'm also trying to block. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also bananas all over the place. Good monkey. Oh, no, you're going to slip on the bananas. Eventually, yeah, I'm going to step on yeah. one of those bananas. It's going to get real squishy, real slippery. Whoa! And then I'm going to land on bananas. Brilliant. I, I think we've sat along Comrade's first over, then. Yeah. Who else has got an answer for this? <laughs> Until 30 seconds ago, it was a fruit bat. Because I really like bats. I think they're adorable sky puppies. Yeah. But I'm not sure I trust Stephanie near fruit. Fee. I, I would imagine it. 
But watermelons are my best ones from fruits. He's getting off lightly with the banana. Imagine this though, right? You're dressed as a bat. You're in a bat onesie. <laughs> yeah. And I've got a wheelbarrow of big fuck off watermelon. And he's not frozen. You just nicely and put a banana next to I sit down looking adorable while you feed me watermelons. Are you going to throw the watermelons I'll roll them. Oh, imagine that. Imagine the watermelon roll. Uh, this is apparently now just like Boston's favourite son, except extended to all my loved ones. Um, yeah, like I'm rolling them at you, like, and it starts off fun, and you're like, hey, hey, I'm avoiding the watermelons, and then it gets faster and harder, and then I'm just hurling them. You're looking at me. I think you've been truly accepted by Steph now that you're being harassed. It's how I show my love. I love you. Um, the 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 main one for me, um, aside from the obvious. Um, which you, you will probably pick up, listeners, the kitten references. Um, aside from the affinity for, for kittens, which happens to everyone post-transition. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got my I've got a bell on everyone. Trans-trans are legally required to be a little bit cat It just has to happen. Outside of the obligatory pipeline, um, the art that was already done of me as a oh, massive the- metal lobster girl Oh, the metal lobster. Yeah. Oh, who's? I always forget. ADX. Hmm? ADX. ADX man. ADX man. Yes. Yeah. ADX man. <laughs> um, oh, it's such a good piece of artwork. But yeah, me as a as a hot metal lobster, I'm well into that. Yeah, maybe you got an answer for this. Sort of a, a hybrid between a cat and a goat. I've got goat legs, but a coat. A coat. A coat. Yes, I'm a coat. So get this, Jane. You're wearing a big coat, <laughs> and I have got a big. Fuck off, punnet of strawberries. Like a punnet that needs wheels. And you're in it. And I'm pushing you down a hill. God, I'm so excited by my fruit based antics. Laura, what fruit would you like held at you? That was the question, right? <laughs> I don't know what fruit, maybe vegetable, because I, I was going to answer this with, with a rabbit, probably. Oh, the bun. The bun. The bun. Okay, so picture it. You're in a room and Steph's throwing carrots at you. <laughs> baby carrots, because they're considerate. That's okay, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm tossing them like darts. Well, baby carrots are at least rounded at the end. Like, That's true. Full-size carrots These are ones won't be. Oh, I've, no. been, I've been whittling them. I've been oh, carrot whittling. It was, it was me thinking this was going to be nice and wholesome, and now, now I'm being pulled with carrots now. Holes are involved. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also asked by Snaz Apple Sweet while we're here, they just want to know about the polycule. How did this happen to be a thing? Diamond heist. Yeah, I mean, there is a question about heists in here. Oh god, there is, isn't there? Here. That might be why. I, yeah, my brain might have just had a. That's okay. Switch flip. I mean, we, uh, me and Jane started dating because of Steph's oh, fan group. We, we met in a in a Jimquisition fan group. Was where Aww. we first originally met yep. and got talking from, yep. and we've been together for years, years, years now. and years. And, um, and then you started dating Phoenix, yep. and then very quickly afterwards, I started dating Phoenix because I was like, "Oh, this person's wonderful." You started dating; they're very lovely. Aww, I do a big crush on them. Join, uh, uh, and then the first time you met two. me, you threatened to put glass in my donut. <laughs> Did I? Yes, it was adorable. I'm I'm glad that was adorable and not threatening. <laughs> yes, we had really good donuts from Donut Time. Um, oh yes, I wanted your donuts. So I threatened to put glass in it. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> well, maybe because I'm so charismatic, I can roll charisma and convince you that there might be glass in the donut. And I was like, oh no, no, not not a glass donut. I'd better give it to you for safety. <laughs> and it was charming and adorable, and I wanted to give you a donut. Oh, do you want a donut? <laughs> 
<laughs> you have one, yes. I can get you down Oh, oh no, you're cute. <laughs> and then Seth. And then me, yeah. yeah. I, I got to know um, Fee through everyone else, basically. Yeah. Um, and I was not... I was still processing a relationship and spent quite some time being, why are they being so fucking nice to me? <laughs> and Oh no, how dare someone be nice to Right? You? I was like, what? what is this shit? What is, what's this scam? Um, but no, no, I, I was very successfully wooed by a very oh lovely goodness. person. And, and, and now all of us are in a room being very gay. It's been very thing. gay it's, since I got it's here. It's been very gay. There's I been a ridiculous... There would be homosexuals here. Right? Someone warned me about the homosexuals. The Guardian told me that had all been cleared up. Yeah. I've, I've watched the BBC. There's scant mention of this gay pestilence that that seeped into the floorboards here. The UK's done away with all that nonsense. Exactly. It's just contained within this. I was born and raised in Mississippi. <laughs> I've come to expect good old-fashioned family values that clothes its homosexuality under a quilt of shame. We took you out to grasp a hog, but what do you want? I did grasp a hog. Conrad. the hog. I grasped a hog. Uh, I mean, I assume you've done that it's a few times in your life, right? I mean... Well, now, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, sometimes we've been in a room with Jonathan. What can <laughs> yeah, I say? There you go. You also, you also very dramatically pointed at a cock. I did point. I grasped a hog and I pointed at a cock. <laughs> a loose cock, no less. Oh, the cock ran wild. Can't keep that cock in case. Went to a farm shop and they had animals that you'd see at a farm at the shop. At the shop, farm shop. Wow. I watched a goat cross a bridge. See how the trolls like it now. There was one pen. And another pen with chickens and goats in it, and a bridge between the two. And a goat went up the bridge wow. and crossed a bridge. It was the best day of my fucking life. Sorry, I got really excited. Oh. Then and now again. At the br- there was a duck. There was a duck. It was with the chickens, like it was okay. Like that was fine. <laughs> and some bunnies. And so there were bunnies. You turned your back to the bunnies and ignored them to go point at a frog that wasn't actually a frog, it was a tortoise. There was the, they said frog. They said frog, but it was a tortoise. When something says frog, I'm going to trust it's a frog, no matter how much of a shell it has. <laughs> they had a bearded dragon lizard as well. They did. But it didn't move. Lizards are brilliant because they're either really interesting or boring for 23.59 hours. Uh, on, on, on the lizardy, reptile thing, uh, Phoenix. Me? Uh, yeah, what uh, Wataniac says, what are your thoughts on snakes? <gasps> snakes are good. I have a snake. Yeah, tell us about snakes and she, your snake. She's called Squiggle. She's a Colombian rainbow boa, which I'd originally wanted a Brazilian rainbow boa, which you need to Google that. I don't care what you're doing. Stop it. Go Google Brazilian rainbow boa. They're pink and gold and orange and glittery and iridescent and amazing. Uh, Squiggle is a Colombian rainbow boa. So the best coat is just a regular brown bowed, but the sort of iridescence you get of like diesel showing on water, it gets that shining through all of the scales and boas are lovely and delightful and friendly. The upkeep's a bit much because they're a humidity snake, so it's not like a corn snake where you can just put it in a tank and it's fine. But I very much like snakes. I think they're cute and good. You're cute and good. You're All of you are cute and good. You're cute, oh, you're cute and, good. and good, mate. Conrad's cute and good. Eh. Hey. You're cute and good. Okay. You're cute, Conrad. I'll take you're adorable. it. We'll be you, yeah, open up and accept your compliment. You've been outvoted by the polycule. You're cute and perfect. Oh my 
my gosh, is this how we start? We can yeah. just outvote people now. Yeah, we have a voting block now. Haha. <laughs> we have power. the gay council has spoken. Collective <laughs> we, wait, bargaining. Are we a powerful trans lobby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been warned about us. Yeah, look at, look at us silencing a cis hat and being like, no, we get to talk. <laughs> Quiet, straight man, accept our compliments. I feel like my uh, rights are being taken from me. Yeah? Yeah, yes. a little bit. That's what we're but, trying to do. You know. Uh, Jamie East has a question. Uh, this is a lovely little question, this. For each of you, what's your favourite thing about being you? My wazzo pair of jugs. They're pretty good jugs. They're, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was about to describe why I just went, oh, but I'm pretty sure the listener can suss it out. Easy. There's enough law established for this episode that you can figure out why I went. Oh my, hello. They're pretty good jokes. They're all right, aren't they? Yeah. They're pretty good jokes. Wazzo. They're good jokes. I'm just saying, Thanks. if I ever touch those again and you say Wazzo, I'm going to stop touching them. <laughs> Shit. I, re- I really like my. I like them being touched, but I also love saying. Oh. What? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the decision's been made for me. Wazzo jugs. Don't don't make me say Wazzo jugs because if they're talking about Wazzo jugs. Hey. My favourite thing about being me is all the lovely people that are in my life surrounding me are very lovely. Aww. Yeah, that Damn also that was my Wazzo jugs. <laughs> Yeah, all the lovely You do have a Wazzo pair of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good well, Wazzo jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got nice eyes. I've got great hair. Oh, you do. I really like my eyelashes. Oh, your eyelashes are. I have yeah. naturally really good, really bold, really long eyelashes, and for years people made me not, you know. People used to tell me, oh, they're wasted, they're wasted on a boy, and I was like, ah, fuck you, you don't know. And they're lovely, and I love them now. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. You're yeah, beautiful. you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Oh, heck. Uh-oh. Oh, you. We're getting sucked into the loop. We're getting sucked into the compliment loop. Uh-oh. You're lovely. You're all lovely. Like Phoenix has got a cool split tongue. I do yeah. have a cool yeah, split tongue. It's very cool. It's very oh, cool. Jokes. It's like two halves of a tongue. It is two, it splits. Double it's tongue. like a snake. <gasps> Can we go back to the snake question? I have a snake tongue. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, you have a snake tongue. Right. Is that your favourite thing about being you now? <gasps> no, you stole my favourite answer. <laughs> being surrounded by lovely people. The second answer, snake tongue. I do enjoy having a snake tongue. I enjoy and having... And and jokes. I will not be referring to my jokes as Wazza. I'm going to add yeah. in a writing vote for their legs as well. I mean, yeah. at this point, let's just harvest yeah. me with our eyes. <laughs> oh, yes, please. There we go. I mean, oh. considering the the level of harvesting that's been going on yeah, between I'm everyone. I'm going to be so confident. I've got a great ass. You do. You do. Your ass is amazing. Greatest ass. It's, oh. The... I was not prepared for that in high resolution. <laughs> Comrade, what's your best thing about you? Um, Wazzo jokes? <laughs> Is it your Wazzo jokes? <laughs> no, I was I was gonna say it's uh it, it it it's my disinterest in having favorite things about me. I I just exist. I oh, don't really. Comrade, comrade, we can help you get Wazzo jokes if that would help. I've I've got a hook up. <laughs> oh no no, don't worry. I'm in good shape. Thanks. You got, you got good Are you sure? Because yep. I've, oh, yeah. I've got a tit pill guy. And we've got some it's spare me. bells. No, we've I got, got I got all the tits I need. Thanks. Okay. okay. If I may do a writing vote for you, Conrad, I have always admired your voice. 
Well, thank you. Oh, wonderful. I appreciate that. I can't stand it, but <laughs> thank you. As, as someone that this loves listening to your audio books, which people who should check out at well, and that's, well, and that's the thing. I recognize that some people like it, and that's I, great. I'm in, the, I'm in the camp that think it's wonderful. It's well, I delightful. That. I could listen to you read anything. It's very so kind. Cool. And that's why I'm going to talk over you and not give you a chance to talk. Perfect. <laughs> my favorite thing uh, is my ability to fade into the background. <gasps> From our DLC season five of Dice Funk, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, my actual, one of my favorite things about me is that I'm pretty damn good with logistics and a spreadsheet. I yeah, like my ability to make things go together, which is weird because I suck at jigsaws. Oh, I love a good jigsaw. It's something that, you know, you, the problem with the jigsaw is that you have to have the space to have it out all the time for, like, yeah. a period of a few weeks as you just, you know, and in a high traffic area that you pass through frequently so that you'll mm-hmm. pause and look at it and fiddle with it for five minutes and move on with your life. My mother, I send her a jigsaw every year for Christmas because she has this fantastic dining room that no one ever eats at, but it's between the front door and the kitchen. So right. you're always right there when you're dropping off the mail. That's where the mail goes. And so we just set it out there and it gets worked on and eventually it gets done. Um, anytime I'm visiting, there's a puzzle out and we'll spend hours usually just silently hovering over it while our backs scream out in pain. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole extra room. Yeah. My mum had a John Bon Jovi jigsaw puzzle when I was a kid, and that is a story for my youth. The end. <laughs> uh, next question we've got is from Brent Augustine. Has a game ever had a minigame that you wish it had a standalone version, like Gwen from The Witcher got? Blitzball. Final Fantasy oh, X. Blitzball. Blitzball's good. I've never seen the end of Final Fantasy X, but I have played a heck ton of Blitzball. Just over and over and over and over for hours. Ah, oh, I I know what my answer to this is, and it's the business minigame from Yakuza Like a Dragon. I played nine hours of that and completed it in one sitting, and I want an entire 80-hour RPG of just managing this little business district. Give me more of that. Where is that video game industry? Why can't I manage the businesses of a little district of, of Japan? That's, that's rude to not let me do that, right? <gasps> you had a business chicken, though. Yeah, business chicken. I had a I had a chicken in that game that ran boardroom meetings, and all the investors would be like, "Why aren't you making enough investment money?" And the chicken would just scream at them, and they'd go, "Okay, my my fears are assuaged." That really should be its own game. It should be its own game. Yeah, it 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 turned into Pokemon halfway through. So when the investors come in, you've got to like fight off their. Uh, all of their like various arguments by doing Pokemon-style type advantage attacks that are getting your chicken to shout various obscenities at these shareholders. That should be a game. That should be a mm-hmm. game. Anyone else have any mini games that they want to be more games? I actually don't. I I saw the question. I've been trying to think, and I'm, it's one of those ones where I am drawing blanks. And immediately after this podcast is published, I'll probably have one. <gasps> My one is. The Pokemon Stadium, the first one for the N64, yeah. uh, it had a little area called the Kids Club. <gasps> yes! And it had little mini games, and there was Magikarp Splash, and there was the Clefairy Says, and there was Run oh. Ratata Run. Cle- Clefairy Says was the best. <gasps> oh. oh, the Sancho Dig one was my best one. Oh, Sancho Dig was really good. I'm you changing go dig, it, dig, 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 <gasps> And the Hardening one was pretty good. Yeah. Did you like the one with the Ekans with the hoops? 
I don't remember. I don't think I've ever played Pokemon Stadium oh, actually. There's a game on really it. Played and the main ones. You can you can be an Ekans, right? And you hurl it, and it's like doing little hooplets. Never played it, but it's Ekans. That's my to... answer now. Yeah. to Diglets, and some of the Diglets are gold. Oh. <laughs> so good! I want a hundred of those mini games. Oh, I have, I have those mini games on the Ambernick. I, there's any time. That's true. That's a thing. I want to go on the Ambernick. I'll, I'll bring you down and you can play those mini games. Oh, thank and you. Play Simpsons Ball Player Arcade. Yes. Thank you. Ah, Conrad, do you have a mini game? Do you want to be a full game? No. Uh, I'm in kind of the same position as Steph is. I'm sure I'll think of one, but not. Com- I'm, I've got nothing. I don't know how much this will be for the rest of people, but I know me and Jane definitely have answers to this next one. It's from Pirate Princess. What kind of board games do you tend to enjoy playing? And do you have a favourite board game at the moment? Me and Jane play a lot of board games. You play a lot of You've board got games. I could see just a... There's a mountain that's, of board games in this room. That's just the living room ones. There's a, there's a bookshelf of them up outside the bedroom. Someone recently described that pile as a partition wall, and I can't really argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what kind of board games do we like? Um, mostly Euros. I like really big, crunchy Euros. Yeah, we, we've played some big, complicated games. Yeah, like we played uh, War of the Rings 2nd Edition last year. We oh, that. yeah, it took us like four, five, six hours the first time we played a game, game. In this big Lord of the Rings war game. Yeah, but it's, it's like half an hour of setup just to divide up all the characters. All the tiny armies. Everybody, your tiny armies. Um... Best game at the moment is probably Terraforming Mars. Yeah. It, it's a game about trying to make Mars habitable, but also you are corporations. And make it warm and wet and breathable. Yeah. But, like, who can make it the most warm and wet and breathable? That you can be the best ones at making it yeah. livable. Bit of engine building. Little, yeah. It's good. What are you two on about? Warm and wet and breathable. I'm yeah. just making sure I've got that last word right. Yeah, uh, I keep mentally auto-incorrecting <laughs> it. Yes. Auto-correct away. Submissive and breathable. <laughs> uh, what about the rest of you? Do any of you play board games? Um, like, uh, uh, I'm a bit intimidated. You, you two have, like, a podcast once a week where you talk about board games. We do. We're unpleasant strangers. We talk about board that. games and stuff. You enjoyed um, Binding of Isaac? And Unstable Unicorns. I like Unstable Unicorns, but that's a card game, so I wasn't sure if I was allowed to. Oh, that it. counts, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Talk about Unstable Unicorns. I like it, because there's there's a card that says near, and you get to know up someone and cackle maniacally like you've just used yeah. Dispel Magic. It's it's a card game about trying to get seven unicorns out on the table in front of you, but it's a lot of, like, my unicorn fucks up your unicorns, and lots of, like, bullying each other into not letting them win. <gasps> yeah, it's great. It's chaos. It's chaos. Yeah. It's like, oh, all I have to do is put down a few cut. No, everyone's just making me have a bad time. <gasps> and there's baby unicorns, there's and there's baby pun unicorns. unicorns. Yeah. There's the unicorn on a cob. They're, all of the unicorns are puns, and they're very good, and you can shout no at people when they try and do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't answer it's your problem. Conrad, you got any, any boardy games? I mean, I used to be really, really into board games and until about... Yeah. 2010 or so, you know, because I had a regular gaming group and we'd get together and play shit all the time. Um, yeah. And then I moved. And, well, and most of them had moved yeah. by that point as well. And so I, uh, you know, most of the gaming I've been playing the last 10 years has been like the odd round of Settlers of Catan, um, which, you know, is is always fun. Lately, yeah. I have been going through a, a round of Pandemic le- Legacy, which I've been really oh, enjoying. Ooh. How how far in are uh, we're, you? Uh, I think we just finished March. 
So it's about we, to get nasty, I think. Yeah. Uh, me and Jane have been replaying Pandemic Legacy with some local uh, yep. board game people. We are up to, I think like, I think we just did October? Uh, no, we just did uh, August. So oh, yeah, September's yeah. Okay, time. so we've got like four months of it left to do, but... Oh, Pandemic Legacy is great. Yeah, it's real this good. It's our second time through it. It's... Yeah, it... It was the thing that got us through, like, the first big chunk of Pandemic. Yeah, well, last year we played Pandemic Legacy Season 1, 2, and 0. Yeah, for anyone listening who doesn't know, Pandemic, board game about trying to clear up disease on a world map. Pandemic Legacy, every time you play it, uh, you modify the rules of the game, the board, like, oops, something bad happened in that city, you put a permanent sticker on the board, and now that's the rules have changed for that open little secret boxes when you're told them that'll change how the game works and there's a little narrative. Sometimes I have to rip up cards and throw them away and yeah, the game changes as you play it and it's good fun time. Yeah, it's, it's really real good. good. Uh, but yeah. I, I, there's a couple of other games like um, I, that I can just never get the people necessary to play that I would oh. love to play. Like um, yeah. Robo Rally. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. tell us about so that. Robo Rally is a, uh, it was a Richard Garfield games, the guy who made Magic the Gathering. And mm-hmm. it came out mm-hmm. in the mid nineties or early nineties, I think. And it's a modular set of grid based boards that are, I think 10 by 10 square. Uh, 10 by 10 squares and you can arrange them however in whatever configuration that you like and then arrange flags on them that go in order up to five I think flags and you start your robots in one position the goal is to hit the flags in order moving around this grid but the way you move is you're dealt a hand of cards and from those cards you give five instructions to the robots and then everybody Ooh. executes them at the same time. So you can collide with each other. You can, yes. every robot has a laser that fires a forward in front of it at the end of every round. So you'll damage anybody that happens to be in your direct mm-hmm. line of sight at the end of every action. Um, and being moved by another player can throw off your plan, or you just failed to anticipate where something might be when you were planning, and you wind up on a square that just kills you instantly, um, or or whatever. You travel around the board in this process. It gets uh, it, it takes a long time to play, is the problem mm-hmm. because you really up to a point. You, you eventually you get an egg timer and you just say, okay, you know what? Yeah. This is how long you have to program. Here we go. Because um, it can take a long time between rounds. And it really, you need four people to make yeah. it really fun. Otherwise, you get somebody gets out ahead and there's no conflict. Um, yeah. yeah. We, we've played a couple of good programming games. Um, in terms of competitive ones, there's a little tiny box one called Tiny Epic Max. Tiny Epic Max is great. We won't talk about the other one. Uh, yeah, won't talk about the other one because of companies involved. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Tiny Epic Mechs is really good in that it's, it's a competitive, uh, programming game. Uh, but because it's such a small map environment, it sort of forces you to interact. It's difficult to not engage and. You have to get very close. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of aspects of the map that are sort of built to try and push you into, into conflict, which. Yeah, and ultimately you're moving from people running around. Uh, like Running Man style, getting into power suits and then getting into the big giant mech in the middle nope. and just arming it with yeah. tons your, of guns. Your, your tiny little person that you play as 
can go inside a mech and there's a little mech you put them inside, and then the bigger mech, you can put your mech inside a bigger mech and it fits inside and you play with that as the figurine. It's very good. That's adorable. It is very adorable. You're adorable. You're all adorable. about the size of a novel. Um, next question is from Brendan is Tired. What snack is good enough for you to get out of bed and get it yourself? Anyone got a good snack? Conrad, you should probably start. You, you, you talk about you, snacks. You talk about snacks. If I want a snack, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, no. you don't have a, a particular no, snack fact, that's like, oh, that's the one. No, it's whatever. The, the thing that is most near at hand is usually what gets snacked on. Like, right right now, I actually know... I can attest to that. Hey-o. Oh! Uh, the distance... I, I know the precise distance between me and the closest snack, which is an opened bag of pizza-flavored wheat crackers. Ooh. No, they're terrible. Ooh. They're really mediocre. Oh. <laughs> but I am going to be snacking on them later because they are between me and the kitchen. <laughs> the nearer the so, any better snack. Right. So it really the, the best snack is the one I can get to quickly. Any anyone else got any good snacks? A vegetable samosa? Ooh. I'll go down to the shop for a vegetable samosa. Yeah. I've been since since visiting the UK, I felt like someone who's fresh out of prison. Just <laughs> food with ingredients in it. It's, it's been great. But with the correct British ingredients. With the correct, yes. With nothing but salt and pepper for flavour. Salt and pepper as far as your, your seasoning goes. Just leave it at that and let the meat do the rest. Sausage rolls, pork pies, loving it, wheat crunches. What else have I eaten? What else have I stuffed in my stupid kitten hole? Oh, Oh, Jane made me a lovely prawn sandwich last night. It was very nice. I enjoyed it. We fetched cake. It wasn't a euphemism, by the way. It was genuinely a prawn sandwich, and it was very nice. (gasps) You've had a lot of birthday cake. I've I've had a lot of birthday cake, because it has been Fee's birthday. It's been Laura's birthday. It's It's your birthday 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 right now. Yay! We have two cakes in the house. There was a cake... Like an hour before midnight, we had, we had three cakes in the house. Yeah, because Fee came with them. Yeah. Oh heck, yes. So yeah, there was cake before midnight for Fee's birthday, and then an hour later it was my birthday, and there's more cake. So much cake. So much cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beef monster munch. That's oh. another one. I've got all the time in the world oh, for beef no. monster munch. Flaming hot monster munch. Mm. Also good. Like to be honest, all monster munch is good. Also. Uh, nice and spicy knickknacks. <gasps> I was about to say knickknacks. knickknacks. I need to get some before I go. We can get some. Are they in the... Yeah, yeah, we can, we can get knickknacks. Are they in the local we, shops? We, we, can, we, can, we can go I'm get really knickknacks. Oh, there's a bag of scampis for you in the kitchen. What? I yeah, keep, bag scampi I keep meaning to give you them, and <laughs> I keep forgetting and just putting them in a bag to take with us and oh, be like, we'll get snacky on the trip. Happy little dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a happy little scampy dick. Oh. <laughs> that just sounded... Very self-deprecating, <laughs> yet accurate. Oh, we need to get you some actual scampi. I need to get some real scampi, not the not just shrimp and garlic butter, which is what they call scampi in the US. Which well, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it ain't scampi. Fish and chips, maybe. That's where I'm going to get us dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. We could maybe have scampi tonight. I was going to get you a battered sausage, but if you want to see if we can get you scampi, I had a battered sausage the other day. However, that does not preclude me from getting a battered sausage now. Again, not a euphemism. Down, yeah. The worst thing you should have is a battered sausage. That's oh, that's how good your day is looking. Good, mm-hmm. good, good snacks. Jelly tots are vegan. <gasps> jelly tots are vegan. Jelly tots are I vegan. I sell fruit pastels now. Yeah, fruit pastels are too. Je- jelly jelly tots. I got real excited about when like trying to trying to be more vegan more frequently. 
discovering that there was a good chewy sweet that was vegan and had the right texture. Because mm. at the time, other than jelly tots, they all had weird... Everything was made with agar, and it, you sort of bite oh. through it, it does yeah. weird stuff. You bite stuff. through it rather than chewing it. It's not right. It's no good for ovipositors either. I imagine not. <laughs> <laughs> it went parlor. <laughs> um, fancy Wookie's got a question. Uh, someone is going to make an 80s or 90s style action figure of all of your lovely selves. They're super neon and highly collectible. What would your action figure's gimmick be? And what ludicrous spring-loaded gadget is packed in? What What does your action figure of you do? I mean, my wrestling persona basically is an action figure. Well, I mean, like, what... you make an action figure of that, you get, like, a spring in the arm for choke slamming, and there it is. Yeah. Just, you know, real realistic choke-slamming action. <laughs> Fee, what would your action figure do? Oh, I have to follow realistic choke-slamming action, do I? I gave you a choke-slam, didn't I? You did, day? you gave me a choke-slam. It was only a little bed, one onto a bed. A wee choke-slam. I don't want to be choke-slammed now that this well, is an option. Choke-slams for everyone. Yay! Very safe ones. Choke-slams That aren't proper ones, because I'm not going to break people's necks, listeners, don't worry, but... <laughs> Fun jokes. I'd be a uh, one of those like minimally articulated, stiff jointed uh, figurines that comes with like a, uh, the accessories, right? You know, it just has like yeah. the, has a little cloth bag, uh, and in it you can put like a selection of cables and. <laughs> this is genuinely the most Conrad action figure that's ever been described. Yep. Yep. Just the shoulders and the uh, the ball joints on the arms and legs. No, nothing in the elbows and knees. Nope. Um, basically like an old Kenner Star Wars figure. A bag with some wires. Perfect. I, I feel like mine would be um, permanently in a seated position. Come with a little chair and be sat at a little computer. And its action feature would just be arms alternating up and down. Mashing the little plastic <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> Smash, train, smash, smash. Train control ourselves separately. <gasps> oh, yeah. You come with a little cap. <gasps> yes, okay. I come with a little cap. There we go, done. Okay, I guess for mine I'd be like, you you, you wind my arms back and they do forward spinnies. <laughs> and I come with little plastic um, poi. <gasps> oh. With real poying action. I've thought of mine, I've thought of mine. Have you seen those little... Like those figures that they've got all elastic running through them and then you press the button and they just collapse into a heap. Yes. <laughs> yep. Because I don't stop doing things until I can't do things and then I just go to bed and do that. That that can be my one. Oh. You just poke your bottom and you fall over. Floppy um. fee. <gasps> Floppy. Ah. Floppy. Uh, Dinosaur Hotelier would like to ask, what video game would you most like to see a terrible movie adaptation of? I've already seen Silent Hill 3D. <laughs> I'm going to say Sinking City again, because I would love to see someone try and make make something out of that. I I would love to see a, a terrible movie adaptation of No More Heroes. I just want all of the stylish action and presentation of that without necessarily having to play the video game all the time. But I want, I want it made by the people who made the Oni Chanbara movies. Oh, mm. which are yes. tr- trash. Yeah, but like very funny trash, very endearing yeah. trash. Yeah. Oh, I want a good bad day of the tentacle movie. 
Ooh. Ooh. That could be interesting, yeah. A good low-budget, low-budget Day of the Tentacle that's got B-movie vibes. Yeah, and just, like, sets that wobble. Yeah. I, I would I would watch a Day of the Tentacle that looked like it had been filmed on, like, a sub-thousand-dollar budget. Yeah, so someone who's clearly just, like, a latex tentacle. Yeah. Hmm. Like I could take on the world. I would like a movie of X vs. Sever on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got any games they want movies to be? I want another live-action Mario. Yeah. Oh, can they just like poke Danny DeVito down a sewer or something? <laughs> I want to watch that. Can I'd watch that? that. I'd watch men with long sticks just forcing him down there. Oh. It's just Danny DeVito with a red hat going, "Yeah, I'm Mario." <laughs> yeah. I'm in the sewers. Yeah, I offer you a Yoshi egg at this train time. <laughs> Uh, Barlow would like to ask, if any of you could choke slam one video game character, who would it be and why? Hmm. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, Margaret Thatcher in a video game. Apparently. Apparently now. Oh yeah, we did, yeah. Margaret Thatcher, it's not going to be a safe choke slam. Nope. <laughs> Bring her back just for this one special night. Feet, surely there's a Dragon Age character that you dislike enough that you'd want to choke slam them. There's none that I dislike that I'd want to touch. <gasps> Where you've been in video games? I have been in uh, video games. Yeah. Oh, would you like a taste of your own medicine? I <laughs> love it very much, actually. Non-tasty medicine. Right. Well. Right. right well. 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 Right. You literally can choke slime me though. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. get you on a chair. <gasps> <gasps> I'm almost five foot four. Oh. I'll get you a little step by that. I'm in a video game too. You can choke slam me. Oh, uh, the double choke slam is <gasps> a thing. Is this before or after the steppy ladder? Because apparently I don't dare anyone under six foot. I mean, you have a type. <laughs> you like more people. <laughs> Comrade, you got anyone you want to choke slam? Uh, I see. I was trying to think of who I found to be like just insufferably annoying in a video game and needs to like just shut up and you know like 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 whatever the name of that fucking fairy is in in yeah but but i, I yeah na- na- but na- i've never na- played na- that game and i don't care uh, yeah so uh but insert one of those whoever's that that <laughs> archetype i will choke slam that entire archetype of the, the archetype of um doesn't fucking shut uh, up ju- tells yeah, me something uh, i already know uh, uh you know tutorial character raz in psychonauts too <gasps> uh, mm. i know yeah i know i can collect a prize raz i already collected the prize. Stop telling me about the prize I already collected. I swear to Christ. That's got me thinking of one. Yeah? A bit of poison on my blade and let's (laughs) (laughs) It's the only like downside of an otherwise perfect video game. (laughs) Is Raz not shutting Uh, up? Yeah. Are you sure you don't need to be told that you that there's that that memories are a thing you can pick up? No. 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 Alright, Volcats would like to ask, if you could make a cartoon based on a 70s, 80s, 90s toy that never got a cartoon, what toy would you pick? What toy deserves the cartoon? Boglins is the biggest one. 90s toys that didn't have cartoons? There were quite a few, because what? I was curious, because I, I looked it up when I saw the question, I was like, what? Because the main ones I think of, obviously all had them. 
But some of the really big ones, like Battle Beasts, didn't. Um, Boglins didn't. Boglins. Stretch like Armstrong didn't. Really? Um, and it looked like. Yeah, and when you look at like some of the nineties, like when they introduced the Vac Pack, which was a bunch yeah. of vac- vacuum sucked uh, Armstrong enemies, like maybe they were trying to angle for it, but it never happened. Um, for me, I think. I would like to have seen a proper cartoon series of the Incredible Crash Dummies, not the s- terrible CG one-shot video they made that I have watched and is so bad. Um, but yeah, uh, Boglins, of course, is a big one. Never had a show or anything. Um, I would be interested in how that would go, especially because it was a they were puppets that were good enough to get away with being on telly. They were already made. It surprises me they never tried outside of just doing them, you know, puppeteering them for commercials. Whereabouts had a comic strip? I don't remember if they had a show. I don't think so. I did, I, no, they didn't, no. Yeah. I've got a Where Bear. I've, I've got, got it at home. <gasps> what well, one you got? I've got Growler. Oh, which colour is that one? Uh, it's the orange one that you, if you press the button, it has. Oh, oh it doesn't do that li- literally, that's awesome. literally right next to the bed is is a I, mu- I somehow missed the wear bed. It was on my pillow when you went up to bed last night. That's amazing. You gonna go upstairs and look at Jan's growler? I was about <laughs> to make a growler joke. Thank you. You you know what I'm surprised you, you never awesome. got a cartoon and like totally feels like it should have done Furbies. There was that never was what? There was never a Furby cartoon. It didn't need it. Did you- no. You didn't need it, Certainly like it sure it. feels like it should but have had one, that right? was the purpose of these, you know, exercises, was to sell more of the toys. The Furby was yeah. such a tremendous sensation, they they didn't yeah. need to. But here's the thing, I'm surprised that they didn't get a cartoon that predated their release to lead up to their release. Where's the Shelby cartoon? <laughs> there was a lot of buzz around the Furby, though. I think they showed it at a consumer electronics show, and it got a huge amount of attention there. If I'm remembering that my history correctly on the Furby. I mean, you've got to get a lot of attention if you're confident enough to not spin out a shitty cartoon. To... I mean, it's weird, because even the freaking Rubik's Cube had a cartoon. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wasn't the deal that, like, solving the Rubik's Cube made the powers happen? Yeah, yeah, no, a magical little imp. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, oh no. no, you're going to have to solve me really quickly, otherwise you won't be able to use my powers. Peril, why not mild just, why not just leave the Rubik's Cube one step away from solved ready for the emergency? Because sometimes bad people did things and and therefore shuffle. Oh no, oh no shuffle. Ah, <laughs> stop you now. Fun fact that we mentioned bank heists earlier, the, mega, the megalophyte wants to ask, from one polyamorous person to another, how many partners do you think are enough for a bank heist? We're not playing in a bank heist. No, we're definitely, definitely not. not. Hypothetically, if we did, do you think we have enough? I think I think heist? a quartet is a good number yeah. in a theoretical sense. Like, what do we need for a bank heist? Guns. We haven't thought about that. Well, you need the getaway person. Yeah, that's, I can drive. That's fun. You, need, you can drive. You okay. need someone to hack into the mainframe. I like computers. I'll sit at the computer. There we go. Well, or deal with the security system. Yeah. Yeah. Do do the tech stuff. Right. What are you What are you two gonna do in our heist? I'm a smooth talker. <gasps> Talk yeah. my way past the guards, flash them a bit of the old wazo juggage. <laughs> well, the other thing Jay, is you need to have at least a couple of people that are going to be inside the bank just to carry out enough money yeah. to make it worth the effort. 
I think you also just need the boss, and I think if any of us I, I is the I just, boss... I, I, I guess I just donned the hostages. Yes, yeah. there we go. Look at the fucking round. Every good heist needs a good dom. <laughs> You're going to get on the goddamn floor. See, I just have an urge to get on the goddamn floor. I think this is where the heist falls apart, because you just end up doming the other heisters. <laughs> I, I like the, the thought of when the police show up at the heist location and they're like, right, did anyone get a good look at the uh, at, at the bank robbers? It's like, no, 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 none of us did. Oh, is it because they had masks on? No, just one of them asked us very sternly to look at the floor and we, we, we did. We thought the gags were for us, but they started putting <laughs> them on each other. <laughs> the one thing I do remember before before I was looking at the floor was there were some wazzo jokes. Mm. <laughs> Oh, wait, we're not missing anything that we need a fifth member of this high school. If we could bring our token straight friend Conrad, right? Yeah. yeah. We need someone that, you know, just stares out of it for the most part, and when the police comes to do the interviews, I'm pretty sure if they'd started interviewing Conrad first, they'd just give up. <laughs> Conrad, can just be gently long. Right? Can we bring you along as the token, as the token person to give, like, a false description to the cops of what we look like and be like, oh, they went that way instead, and... The inside man. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll yeah. believe you. Yeah, yeah. And even if they don't sure. believe you, how will they track you down after they realise you've lied? You'll vanish into the background. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'll just completely disappear. Yeah, no. I, uh, the only Here's the only problem yeah. with this. Is that I, I have a strict <laughs> policy of not talking to cops. That's fair. That is, that is fair. Never talk to cops. Even, even to lie straight to their face and then run away. Yeah, no. No. Just don't talk to cops. Uh, right. Next question we have is from Nord. There's a lot of cartoon-themed questions today. Apparently that's the energy everyone's on. If you were a Saturday morning cartoon supervillain, how would you try and take over the world? One choke slam at a time. That's gonna take a while. I am a... No, it depends on who you're choke slamming. Seven billion choke slams later. (laughs) Are Are you gonna, just in order, are you gonna strategically go for specific... Choke slam I would just target the billionaires. Yeah. You only need to choke slam 1% of the population. Choke yeah. slam the 1%. I exactly. love Exactly. I mean, a choke slam out a window would not go amiss. Fully masked up, you know, yeah. full on in Commander Minecraft. Sterling. In Minecraft, yes. In, in Minecraft. Choke slam Elon Musk through his stupid fucking car. Choke slam fucking Bezos in his stupid fucking astronaut suit. And then be like, what's up? Give me your money. But then I would become the billionaire. And oh, then I'd no. have to choke slam myself into a ravine. Oh no. <laughs> this is too much power. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go the complete uh, opposite end scale of the route. I'm going to try and take over the world through just being very sweet and being like, hey, hey, it'd be really, really, really nice if you just. Um, 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 for me, maybe? And just try and shoot my way through. Be like, give all everything to me. I, I deserve it. It's my birthday. It's my birthday today. Ah. Give me everything. Mm. Well, this is mine. If I were a Saturday morning cartoon supervillain, then chances are I have limitless funding, uh, which I would then use to redistribute amongst the poor, thereby gaining their support and take over the world. How are you taking over the world? Uh, I will hack into all the banks, delete all the money. Replace all the numbers with zero. I'm just turning, turning up, there is no money now. No numbers, numbers gone. Yep. yep. 
There's 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 now too many diamonds and 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 too much gold. It's all become worthless. Fuck you. Ah. Actually, now that I think about it, for an '80s cartoon produced in America, that's a really good supervillain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no! What will we do? I'm deleting your money. Ah. Okay. To make it more like '80s '90s cartoon supervillain. Um, I have been granted the power of the birthday wish, the uh, the pure innocent power of the birthday wish, <gasps> but I'm using it for evil. Mm. I've done the one thing you should never do, and I'm, I, uh, you know, it's my birthday, so I just run around with a bunch of birthday cakes, and every time I blow out the candle and wish for another evil thing to happen, and uh, it's my birthday, you can't stop me, the birthday wizard. <laughs> 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 I, love, I love how direct that is. <laughs> there are so many puns that could be used involving birthday parties or cakes or this just no. It's the fucking birthday wizard. The one thing I wouldn't wish for is a better name. Party hat. <laughs> See that's that's the birthday wizard's sample that they wish for a better name and they're no longer the birthday wizard. Right. And oh no, my powers, they're gone. Those are your powers. Yeah, they're gone now, I'm not the birthday wizard anymore. Every good cartoon villain needs the downfall. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not I, allowed to win because then they stop selling the toys. Yeah. It's fine. My, my toy would come with like a little a little cake that you could flick a switch and the candles mm. appear to blow out and back on and off. Oh. <laughs> birthday wizard. <laughs> I want you to be the birthday wizard. I can be... There's time. I can be the birthday wizard. <gash> we should try that. My position is as I'm the birthday wizard now. I will only be addressed as such from now on. <laughs> Love you, birthday wizard. Thank uh, you. I love you, birthday wizard. <laughs> uh, Jake Longsden would like to ask for everyone: What's your favorite video game, and is that a answer that stays the same, or does it change for you? It's always a toss-up between Bloodborne and Silent Hill Two. I, yeah. I flit between the two. They're both very good fucking yeah. video games. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's always my answer. Yeah, they're real good ones. Yeah. Fee. Fee. Which Dragon Age is it? Well, I have to pick one. Why you do- will you make me choose between my children as well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For a laugh. <laughs> For a laugh. Just <laughs> fun. In a medium that they may one day hear. <laughs> if, if you want to have all of them be your favourite, you have to tell us why each one is your favourite. Dragon Age, go. <gasps> my best one is Dragon Age. All of them. Um, after the... 2004 Harry Potter, I think Dragon Age Origins will have been the next game that I played, because I, I didn't have a console after the PS1 until the PS3. Um, what I love about Fee is they're not a gamer. Just perfect dating material for me. They don't play many games, it's brilliant. <laughs> I genuinely mean that I as a compliment. Video games with you time. I'm slowly getting worse as time wears on. <laughs> You could, oh you, yeah, that happens. You you shiny hunted in Pokemon. You found me some shiny Pokemon. I do. That's more of a dedication than a I desire to play the game. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd wanted to find you some shinies because they make you do the thing where you flap your hands and you go pink <laughs> and your cheeks get all squishy. Yes, Dragon Age. You like the Dragon Age? <laughs> yeah, I like the Pokemon games because I can give you shinies. <laughs> Uh, yes, Dragon Age. I absolutely love them. That is my favourite series of games. Um, I have like five on-disc copies of various iterations of Origins because people were like, you like this, I got you a copy. And I don't think many people near me understand how games work because I already had it and getting me the Game of the Year edition when I already had the DLC. 
<laughs> I have so many of that disc. I bought you the digital edition as well. You bought me the digital edition. I didn't have it on PC before. Hey. But yeah, everywhere you could play that game, I have a way to play. And then Awakening was absolutely amazing because it took a lot of the like interesting things that hadn't really been talked about in Origins about like the Darkspawn and what they might be doing and sort of not their inner lives because hit it fall down, but just the story work with that entire series is amazing. I've been hoovering up every single little scrap of concept art for Dragon Age 4. I've read all of the Tevinter Knights anthology in anticipation. Am I talking to you? No, go. No, go, please, go, go ahead. Infuse, infuse, damn it. <gasps> but yes, I've really enjoyed Tevinter Knights. Uh, it's an anthology. It's got a lot of stories in them. Um, I think Down Among Dead Men by Sylvia Faketakuti was so good that I cried. Like, I genuinely mm. cried reading it. And I don't know if it was a happy cry or an emotional cry, but if you buy the book just for that, you will not have wasted your money. Uh, Eight Little Talons was fascinating because it digs into the Antivan Crows, which haven't had a lot of focus. They've appeared in every game of the series so far, but they've never been a particular main part of it. And the sort of hints running that they're going to build into something good was I'm just very excited to see where that mystery leads. And the last chapter of the book, Dreadwolf Take You by Patrick Weeks, who was also the editor. <sighs> I, I don't have words for how much I want Dragon Age 4 to come out. Well, I hope that it's good. I hope that it's good. Not chock full of DLC and microtransactions. Oh, it's going to be chock full of DLC. What they do is they make a full game and then they carve a bit off and sell it back to you. And I hate that I fall for that every time. Video game industry. Yeah. Do you have a favourite video game, Jane? Um, it flits between two. It's either Day of the Tentacle, because it was a game I desperately wanted for Christmas one year, and I, I did eventually get it. Uh, they got it, initially got it for me on CD-ROM, and we did not have a CD-ROM drive, so that was fun. <laughs> um, and the 1991 uh, Interplay Lord of the Rings Volume 1 was just an incredible RPG that they did like a really good job fleshing out the world and a really bad job making some of the longer quest lines actually work because I heard that they ran out of budget and were just like hurried along for the last few months so there's just stuff that isn't quite finished storylines that come up and then just go nowhere but it's 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 a fun little world and I spent I have a lot of nostalgia and love for it what about you uh, me, uh, it entirely depends when you ask me, my my answer to that changes with my mood. Uh, today I'm going to say The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Ooh. Absolutely love that game. Um, I love how the side quests are all built into this tiny little environment that just like really soak in this space and see what all the characters are doing and they all lead off into their own little stories and... I love the idea of just here is a very small time loop, a very small set of locations. Really dig into all the little interconnected things happening that interweave with each other. Majora's Mask is great. It's a wonderful game. I go back every couple of years and replay it. It's it's great. I love it very much. Conrad, favourite video game? I... Uh, 
There are too many video games. It it depends entirely on my mood. And do, do you have a one that today you'd be like, yeah, that that one today? Oh sure, Disco Elysium's the greatest video game ever made. I, I you know, I think you might be right. Don't get much pushback on that. Yeah. No. Um, unless you want to do something that involves like physical timing and reflexes and things like that, and then God yeah. knows. But uh, it's, yeah, I I don't know if I if I if if that's ever, if that's ever one that jumps to my mind. But anytime anyone mentions that, I I do agree with you. It's maybe the best video game I've ever made. Right. It's just like yeah, you you don't think about it, and then someone says, and you're like, oh yeah, well obviously, yeah, that, that, of course, <laughs> Disco Elysium. It's amazing. It's a wonderful game. Uh, I think that's all the questions we have for today. I think we've done a little bit over an hour. I think. I think that's we've done all right. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, we should do promotey stuff, but there's some people here who should promote themselves because they're not usually on here. Me, oh, no. you, me. you do things. Oh no, you were looking at me. Yeah, you. Uh, I can be found as at Phoenix Hill on Twitter. Um. Where I just post threads just describing what Steph comes out with during a day. <laughs> You're I've, adorable. I've come out with some good things. You said that you were going to ask my dad about being ready to get dressed for toilet. I, I'm going to ask <laughs> your dad if he's ready to be dressed for toilet. <laughs> uh, also, you've done some Podquisition animators in the past that have been wonderful. Have. Where can people see those? Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's curiosity epidemic i don't update it very often because doing animations is hard and takes an amount of time but yeah i do occasionally animate the intro segments to podquisitions they're adorable there's a little chibi chibi us lot little chibi us yeah Mm -hmm. but very cute i Uh, fucking love this envy by the way this is very good envy that is an excellent envy i agree (laughs) <laughs> I love you all too. I love you. Yeah. And other than that, I can be found streaming on everyone else's streams. Uh, I sometimes turn up on yours. You're on mine to the point of being a co-host at this point. <gasps> We've Come even on. got you a little camera with your name on it now. Right, it's got my name under it's it. Got your name, your pronouns. I spelled it right, all by myself. All no by one yourself. Helped. Yeah. And I can be found on Jen's streams every Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, Jane, where are you? Uh, where I mean, the easiest way to find all of my stuff is streamerlinks.com slash janeyac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. Um, I've got a, a Patreon, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, I've got a Redbubble shop. You can buy my Wealth Inequality Solutions t-shirt. It's a very good t-shirt. It's got a guillotine on it. Yeah, or a mug that says Spookake. And this has <laughs> got nice. a ghost and some splats. Uh, I make music under the name Bedroom Programmer. I've got a SoundCloud for that. Um, yeah, my most important one is patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. Help me justify a 76-hour work week. You do a Please. lot of work. <laughs> I should promote myself, because I usually go first in the order, so I'm going to throw myself in. Um, well, I normally do some big preamble about if someone would something, how someone would do. Oh, Laura. The, well, me, the, the, how they would do How would, would do me. that me now, would you, be how please? They would do. Thank Laura you. Laura K. Buzz, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays the bills. Um... You can find me Twitch streaming Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, at 10pm UK, 5pm Eastern, 2pm Pacific. I upload episodes of Access Ability every uh, Friday on, on YouTube. Uh, I've got books, Uncomfortable Labels, that's out now. Things I Learned From Mario's Butt, that's out now. Gender Euphoria, that's out now. There's also podcasts, uh, Pixel Squirt, we talk about video game porn. 
uh, Queer Unpleasant Strangers, which I do with Jane, who oh, is here. We do that. Yeah, we do that together. It's where we talk about board games and stuff, and yeah. TV and things that aren't video games. Yeah. Um, polyamory? Yeah, Polyamory, it's a D&D podcast. Dice Funk, it's a D&D podcast. Um, I think that's all the things. Conrad, you used to be on Dice Funk. I did. You can also find me on Twitter at Conrad Zimmerman, also on Instagram at Conrad Zimmerman, and on Twitch, uh, three, four days a week, twitch.tv slash that Conrad Zimmerman. I make anti-capitalist propaganda, which you can purchase from pinfultruth.com and audiobooks at conradreads.com. And everything I do online gets supported on Patreon. That says patreon.com slash fist shark. And you know who else has a Patreon? <gasps> Why, it's James Stephanie Sterling. That's me, and that's oh. correct. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jimquisition. That covers everything, all content-wise, what I do, basically. Um, Fee mentioned streams. I stream at twitch.tv slash Jim Sterling. You can also buy merch. Phoenix designed the Gays Can Do Whatever They Want shirt. The most successful thing I've done in years. <laughs> um, yeah, just... The shirt that keeps selling out, and we are doing our best to keep restocking it. I'm so proud of you for doing a good shirt. I just ordered another over 500 of those, and uh, I don't know if they're going to last. Oh, But they'll start shipping in October for people, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, we're doing our best, and thank you for ordering so many of them. Um, you can buy that and plenty of other merch at thegymporium.com. Um, we have all sorts of Jimquisition themed stuff. We have Podquisition stuff. Um, stuff with cool, Conrad cool and Laura stuff, as well. Cool stuff on the way. Yeah, we've got more stuff coming. Um, probably a, a something something capitalism bad series of stuff. Um, I'm excited about it, and thank you all so much for supporting that. That's been great. And I think that's it. That's basically it. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for supporting the show. Thank you so much to Jane for being on. Thank you so much, thank Jane. You were lovely. And thank you so much, Phoenix. You were an absolute delight. <gasps> You're an absolute Thank you, everyone, oh, for joining us for the, the queer, queer poly non-cis hour. Yeah, the polyquisition. Polyquisition. Fun times. Everyone and Conrad... Is, everyone here is cute and sexy. And Conrad helped out a little bit. Conrad, take... Uh, Conrad, thank you. <laughs> look after yourself, Conrad. I'm worried because I'm not there to look after you. Oh, yes. That's, that's, that's usually the nature of this relationship. That's the conceit. That I'm going with is I'm worried because I am very responsible for your well-being, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were adorable earlier this week. You were just like, and I will miss Conrad on Wednesday. I'm going to be missing Conrad on Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> not going to be able to watch wrestling with Conrad on Wednesday this week. It is a sad time. Well, two weeks. We'll see you two, in two weeks. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll see you soon, Conrad. All right. Take care, I love everybody. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.